0: Welcome back to the weekly Bible reading. This is week thirty nine. This week we're going to read Second Chronicles chapters twelve through twenty five. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, thankful for this chance that we have to look into your word today. Pray that we would understand the lessons that you would have for us today. Pray that we would not trust in our own strength, but that we would rely on you for everything. We know that, in reality, we can do nothing without your help. We thank you that you care so much for us and that you do want to be with us. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Second Chronicles, Chapter 12 When the kingdom of Rehoboam was established and he was strong, he abandoned Yahweh's law and all Israel with him. In the fifth year of King Rehoboam, Shishak, king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem because they had trespassed against Yahweh, with twelve hundred chariots and sixty thousand horsemen. The people were without number who came with him out of Egypt, the Lubum, the Sukum, and the Ethiopians. He took the fortified cities which belonged to Judah and came to Jerusalem. Now Shemaiah the prophet came to Rehoboam and to the princes of Judah who were gathered together to Jerusalem because of Shishak and said to them, Yahweh says, You have forsaken me. Therefore I have also left you in the hand of Shishak. Then the princes of Israel and the king humbled themselves, and they said, Yahweh is righteous. When Yahweh saw that they humbled themselves, Yahweh's word came to Shemaiah, saying, They have humbled themselves. I will not destroy them, but I will grant them some deliverance, and my wrath won't be poured out on Jerusalem by the hand of Shishak. Nevertheless, they will be his servants, that they may know my service and the service of the kingdoms of the countries. So Shishak, king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem and took away the treasures of Yahweh's house and the treasures of the king's house. He took it all away. He also took away the shields of gold which Solomon had made. King Rehoboam made shields of bronze in their place and committed them to the hands of the captains of the guard who kept the door of the king's house. As often as the king entered into Yahweh's house, the guard came and bore them then brought them back into the guardroom. When he humbled himself, Yahweh's wrath turned from him, so as not to destroy him altogether. Moreover, there were good things found in Judah. So King Rehoboam strengthened himself in Jerusalem and reigned, for Rehoboam was forty-one years old when he began to reign, and he reigned seventeen years in Jerusalem, the city which Yahweh had chosen out of all the tribes of Israel to put his name there. His mother's name was Naamah the Ammonitess. He did that which was evil, because he didn't set his heart to seek Yahweh. Now, the acts of Rehoboam, first and last, aren't they written in the histories of Shemaiah the prophet, and of Iddo the seer, in the genealogies? There were wars between Rehoboam and Jeroboam continually. Rehoboam slept with his fathers, and was buried in David's city, and Abijah, his son, reigned in his place. Chapter 13 in the eighteenth year of King Jeroboam, Abijah began to reign over Judah. He reigned three years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Micaiah, the daughter of Uriel of Gibeah. There was war between Abijah and Jeroboam. Abijah joined battle with an army of valiant men of war, even 400,000 chosen men. And Jeroboam set the battle in array against him with 800,000 chosen men, who were mighty men of valor. Abijah stood up on Mount Zamarim, which is in the hill country of Ephraim, and said, Hear me, Jeroboam, and all Israel. Ought you not to know that Yahweh, the God of Israel, gave the kingdom of Israel to David forever, even to him and to his sons by a covenant of salt? Yet Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, the servant of Solomon, the son of David, rose up and rebelled against his lord. Worthless men were gathered to him, wicked fellows who strengthened themselves against Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, when Rehoboam was young and tender-hearted and could not withstand them. Now you intend to withstand the kingdom of Yahweh in the hand of the sons of David. You are a great multitude, and the golden calves which Jeroboam made you for gods are with you. Haven't you driven out the priests of Yahweh, the sons of Aaron, and the Levites, and made priests for yourselves according to the ways of the peoples of other lands? Whoever comes to consecrate himself with a young bull and seven rams may be a priest over those who are no gods. But as for us, Yahweh is our God we have not forsaken him. We have priests serving Yahweh, the sons of Aaron, and the Levites in their work. And they burn to Yahweh every morning and every evening burnt offerings and sweet incense. They also set the showbread in order on the pure table, and the lampstand of gold with its lamps to burn every evening. For we keep the instruction of Yahweh our God, but you have forsaken him. Behold, God is with us at our head, and his priests with the trumpets of alarm to sound an alarm against you. Children of Israel, don't fight against Yahweh, the God of your fathers, for you will not prosper. But Jeroboam caused an ambush to come about behind them. So they were before Judah, and the ambush was behind them. When Judah looked back, behold, the battle was before and behind them. And they cried to Yahweh, and the priests sounded with the trumpets. Then the men of Judah gave a shout, as the men of Judah shouted, God struck Jeroboam and all Israel before Abijah and Judah. The children of Israel fled before Judah, and God delivered them into their hand. Abijah and his people killed them with a great slaughter, so five hundred thousand chosen men of Israel fell down slain. Thus the children of Israel were brought under at that time, and the children of Judah prevailed, because they relied on Yahweh, the God of their fathers. Abijah pursued Jeroboam and took cities from him, Bethel with its villages, Jashanah with its villages, and Ephron with its villages. Jeroboam didn't recover strength again in the days of Abijah. Yahweh struck him, and he died. But Abijah grew mighty and took for himself fourteen wives and became the father of twenty-two sons and sixteen daughters. The rest of the acts of Abijah, his ways, and his sayings are written in the commentary of the prophet Iddo. Chapter 14 So Abijah slept with his fathers, and they buried him in David's city and Asa his son reigned in his place. In his days the land was quiet ten years. Asa did that which was good and right in Yahweh his God's eyes, for he took away the foreign altars and the high places, broke down the pillars, cut down the Asherah poles, and commanded Judah to seek Yahweh the God of their fathers, and to obey his law and command. Also he took away out of all the cities of Judah the high places and the sun images, and the kingdom was quiet before him. He built fortified cities in Judah, for the land was quiet, and he had no war in those years, because Yahweh had given him rest. For he said to Judah, Let's build these cities, and make walls around them with towers, gates, and bars. The land is yet before us, because we have sought Yahweh our God. We have sought him, and he has given us rest on every side. So they built and prospered. Asa had an army of three hundred thousand out of Judah, who bore bucklers and spears, and 280,000 out of Benjamin, who bore shields and drew bows. All these were mighty men of valor. Zerah the Ethiopian came out against them with an army of a million troops and 300 chariots, and he came to Merisha. Then Asa went out to meet him, and they set the battle in array in the valley of Zarephath at Merisha. Asa cried to Yahweh his god, and said, Yahweh! There is no one besides you to help, between you and the mighty, and him who has no strength. Help us, Yahweh our God, for we rely on you, and in your name are we calm against this multitude. Yahweh, you are our God, don't let man prevail against you. So Yahweh struck the Ethiopians before Asa and before Judah, and the Ethiopians fled. Asa and the people who were with him pursued them to Gerar. And so many of the Ethiopians fell that they could not recover themselves, for they were destroyed before Yahweh and before his army. And they carried away very much booty. They struck all the cities around Gerar, for the fear of Yahweh came on them. And they plundered all the cities, for there was much plunder in them. They also struck the tents of livestock, and carried away sheep in abundance and camels, and returned to Jerusalem. Chapter 15 The Spirit of God came on Azariah the son of Oded, And he went out to meet Asa, and said to him, Hear me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. Yahweh is with you while you are with him, and if you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. Now for a long time Israel was without the true God, without a teaching priest, and without law. But when in their distress they turned to Yahweh the God of Israel and sought him, he was found by them. In those times there was no peace to him who went out, nor to him who came in, but great troubles were on all the inhabitants of the lands. They were broken in pieces, nation against nation, and city against city, for God troubled them with all adversity. But you be strong, and don't let your hands be slack, for your work will be rewarded. When Asa heard these words in the prophecy of Oded the prophet, he took courage and put away the abominations out of all the land of Judah and Benjamin, and out of the cities which he had taken from the hill country of Ephraim. And he renewed Yahweh's altar that was before Yahweh's porch. He gathered all Judah and Benjamin, and those who lived with them out of Ephraim, Manasseh, and Simeon. For they came to him out of Israel in abundance, when they saw that Yahweh his God was with him. So they gathered themselves together at Jerusalem in the third month, in the fifteenth year of Asa's reign. They sacrificed to Yahweh in that day of the plunder which they had brought seven hundred head of cattle and seven thousand sheep. They entered into the covenant to seek Yahweh the God of their fathers with all their heart and with all their soul that whoever would not seek Yahweh the God of Israel should be put to death whether small or great whether man or woman. They swore to Yahweh with a loud voice with shouting, with trumpets and with cornets. All Judah rejoiced at the oath For they had sworn with all their heart, and sought him with their whole desire, and he was found by them. Then Yahweh gave them rest all around. Also Ma'aka, the mother of Asa the king, he removed from being queen, because she had made an abominable image for an Asherah. So Asa cut down her image, ground it into dust, and burned it at the brook Kidron. But the high places were not taken away out of Israel. Nevertheless, the heart of Asa was perfect all his days. He brought the things that his father had dedicated and that he himself had dedicated, silver, gold, and vessels, into God's house. There was no more war to the thirty-fifth year of Asa's reign. Chapter 16 In the thirty-sixth year of Asa's reign, Baasha king of Israel went up against Judah and built Ramah, that he might not allow anyone to go out or to come in to Asa king of Judah. Then Asa brought out silver and gold out of the treasures of Yahweh's house and out of the king's house, and sent to Ben-Hadad king of Syria, who lived at Damascus, saying, Let there be a treaty between me and you, as there was between my father and your father. Behold, I have sent you silver and gold. Go, break your treaty with Baish, a king of Israel, that he may depart from me. Ben-Hadad listened to king Asa, and sent the captains of his armies against the cities of Israel, and they struck Ajan, Dan. Abel-Mam, and all the storage cities of Naphtali. When Baasha heard of it, he stopped building Ramah, and let his work cease. Then Asa the king took all Judah, and they carried away the stones of Ramah, and its timber, with which Baasha had built. And he built Geba and Mizpah with them. At that time Hanani the seer came to Asa king of Judah, and said to him, Because you have relied on the king of Syria, and have not relied on Yahweh your God, Therefore the army of the king of Syria has escaped out of your hand. Weren't the Ethiopians and the Lubam a huge army with chariots and exceedingly many horsemen? Yet, because you relied on Yahweh, he delivered them into your hand. For Yahweh's eyes run back and forth throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. You have done foolishly in this, for from now on you will have wars." Then Asa was angry with the seer, and put him in the prison, for he was in a rage with him because of this thing. Asa oppressed some of the people at the same time. Behold the acts of Asa first and last. Behold they are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. In the thirty-ninth year of his reign Asa was diseased in his feet. His disease was exceedingly grave, yet in his disease he didn't seek Yahweh, but just the physicians. Asa slept with his fathers and died in the forty-first year of his reign. They buried him in his own tomb, which he had dug out for himself in David's city, and laid him in the bed, which was filled with sweet odors and various kinds of spices prepared by the perfumer's art, and they made a very great fire for him. Chapter 17. Jehoshaphat, his son, reigned in his place and strengthened himself against Israel. He placed forces in all the fortified cities of Judah and set garrisons in the land of Judah and in the cities of Ephraim, which Asa his father had taken. Yahweh was with Jehoshaphat because he walked in the first ways of his father David and didn't seek the Baals, but sought the God of his father and walked in his commandments and not in the ways of Israel. Therefore Yahweh established the kingdom in his hand. All Judah brought tribute to Jehoshaphat, and he had riches and honor and abundance. His heart was lifted up in the ways of Yahweh. Furthermore, he took away the high places and the Asherah poles out of Judah. Also in the third year of his reign, he sent his princes, even Ben-Hael, Obadiah, Zechariah, Nethanol, and Micaiah, to teach in the cities of Judah. And with them the Levites, even Shimeiah, Nethaniah, Zebediah, Asahel, Shimramoth, Jehonathan, Adonijah, Tobijah, and Tobadonijah the Levites, and with them Elishama and Jehoram, the priests. They taught in Judah, having the book of Yahweh's law with them. They went about throughout all the cities of Judah and taught among the people. The fear of Yahweh fell on all the kingdoms of the lands that were around Judah, so that they made no war against Jehoshaphat. Some of the Philistines brought Jehoshaphat presents and silver for tribute. The Arabians also brought him flocks, 7,700 rams, and 7,700 male goats. Jehoshaphat grew great exceedingly, and he built fortresses and store cities in Judah. He had many works in the cities of Judah, and men of war, mighty men of valor in Jerusalem. This was the numbering of them according to their fathers' houses, from Judah, the captains of thousands, Adnah the captain, and with him 300,000 mighty men of valor, and next to him, Jehohanan, the captain, and with him 280,000. And next to him, Amasiah, the son of Zikri, who willingly offered himself to Yahweh. And with him, 200,000 mighty men of valor. From Benjamin, Eliada, a mighty man of valor. And with him, 200,000 armed with bow and shield. And next to him, Jehozabat. And with him, 180,000 ready and prepared for war. These were those who waited on the king in addition to those whom the king put in the fortified cities throughout all Judah. Chapter 18 Now Jehoshaphat had riches and honor in abundance, and he allied himself with Ahab. After some years he went down to Ahab to Samaria. Ahab killed sheep and cattle for him in abundance, and for the people who were with him, and moved him to go up with him to Ramoth-Gilead. Ahab king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat king of Judah, Will you go with me to Ramoth-Gilead? He answered him, I am as you are, and my people as your people. We will be with you in war. Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, Please inquire first for Yahweh's word. Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, four hundred men, and said to them, Shall we go to Ramoth-Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? They said, Go up, for God will deliver it into the hand of the king. But Jehoshaphat said, isn't there a prophet of Yahweh besides, that we may inquire of him? The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man by whom we may inquire of Yahweh, but I hate him, for he never prophesies good concerning me, but always evil. He is Micaiah, the son of Imla, Jehoshaphat said. Don't let the king say so. Then the king of Israel called an officer and said, Get Micaiah, the son of Imla, quickly the king of Israel, and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, each sat on his throne, arrayed in their robes, and they were sitting in an open place at the entrance of the gate of Samaria, and all the prophets were prophesying before them. Zedekiah, the son of Chenana, made himself horns of iron and said, Yahweh says, With these you shall push the Syrians until they are consumed. All the prophets prophesied so, saying, Go up to Ramoth-Gilead and prosper, for Yahweh will deliver it into the hand of the king. The messenger who went to call Micaiah spoke to him, saying, Behold, the words of the prophets declare good to the king with one mouth. Let your word, therefore, please be like one of theirs, and speak good. Micaiah said, As Yahweh lives, I will say what my God says. When he had come to the king, the king said to him, Micaiah, shall we go to Ramoth-Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? He said, Go up and prosper. They shall be delivered into your hand, the king said to him. How many times shall I adjure you that you speak to me nothing but the truth in Yahweh's name? He said, I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains as sheep that have no shepherd. Yahweh said, These have no master. Let them each return to his house in peace. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Didn't I tell you that he would not prophesy good concerning me, but evil? Micaiah said, Therefore, hear Yahweh's word. I saw Yahweh sitting on his throne, and all the army of heaven standing on his right hand and on his left. Yahweh said, Who will entice Ahab, king of Israel, that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? One spoke, saying in this way, and another saying in that way. A spirit came out, stood before Yahweh, and said, I will entice him. Yahweh said to him, How? He said, I will go and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. He said, You will entice him and will prevail also. Go and do so. Now therefore, behold, Yahweh has put a lying spirit in the mouth of these your prophets, and Yahweh has spoken evil concerning you. Then Zedekiah the son of Chennaanah came near and struck Micaiah on the cheek and said, Which way did Yahweh's spirit go from me to speak to you? Micaiah said, Behold, you shall see on that day when you go into an inner room to hide yourself. The king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and carry him back to Ammon the governor of the city, and to Joash the king's son, and say, The king says, Put this fellow in the prison and feed him with bread of affliction and with water of affliction till I return in peace. Micaiah said, If you return at all in peace, Yahweh has not spoken by me. He said, Listen, you people. All of you. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, went up to Ramoth-Gilead. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and go into the battle, but you put on your robes. So the king of Israel disguised himself, and they went into the battle. Now the king of Syria had commanded the captains of the chariot, saying, Don't fight with small nor great, except only with the king of Israel. When the captains of the chariot saw Jehoshaphat, they said, It is the king of Israel! Therefore they turned around to fight him. But Jehoshaphat cried out, and Yahweh helped him, and God moved them to depart from him. When the captains of the chariot saw it was not the king of Israel, they turned back from pursuing him. A certain man drew his bow at random and struck the king of Israel between the joints of the armor. Therefore he said to the driver of the chariot, Turn your hand and carry me out of the army, for I am severely wounded. The battle increased that day. However, the king of Israel propped himself up in his chariot against the Syrians until the evening, and at about sunset, he died. Chapter 19 Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, returned to his house in peace to Jerusalem. Jehu, the son of Hanani, the seer, went out to meet him, and said to King Jehoshaphat, Should you help the wicked and love those who hate Yahweh? Because of this, wrath is on you from before Yahweh. Nevertheless, there are good things found in you in that you have put away the Ashtaroth out of the land, and have set your heart to seek God. Jehoshaphat lived at Jerusalem, and he went out again among the people from Beersheba to the hill country of Ephraim, and brought them back to Yahweh the God of their fathers. He set judges in the land throughout all the fortified cities of Judah, city by city, and said to the judges, Consider what you do, for you don't judge for man, but for Yahweh. He is with you in the judgment." Now therefore let the fear of Yahweh be on you, take heed and do it, for there is no iniquity with Yahweh our God, nor respect of persons, nor taking of bribes. Moreover in Jerusalem Jehoshaphat appointed Levites and priests, and of the heads of the fathers' households of Israel, for the judgment of Yahweh, and for controversies. They returned to Jerusalem. He commanded them, saying, You shall do this in the fear of Yahweh, faithfully and with a perfect heart. Whenever any controversy comes to you from your brothers who dwell in their cities, between blood and blood, between law and commandment, statutes and ordinances, you must warn them that they not be guilty toward Yahweh, and so wrath come on you and on your brothers. Do this, and you will not be guilty. Behold, Amariah the chief priest is over you in all matters of Yahweh, and Zebediah the son of Ishmael, the ruler of the house of Judah in all the king's matters. Also the Levites shall be officers before you. Deal courageously, and may Yahweh be with the good. Chapter 20 After this the children of Moab, the children of Ammon, and with them some of the Ammonites, came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Then some came who told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria. Behold, they are in Hazazon Tamar, that is, in Gedi. Jehoshaphat was alarmed. And set himself to seek to Yahweh. He proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. Judah gathered themselves together to seek help from Yahweh. They came out of all the cities of Judah to seek Yahweh. Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in Yahweh's house before the new court, and he said, Yahweh, the God of our fathers, aren't you God in heaven? Aren't you ruler over the kingdoms of the nations? Power and might are in your hand, so that no one is able to withstand you. Didn't you, our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel, and give it to the offspring of Abraham your friend forever? They lived in it, and have built you a sanctuary in it for your name, saying, If evil comes on us, the sword, the judgment, pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this house and before you, for your name is in this house, and cry to you in our affliction, and you will hear and save. Now behold the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom you would not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned away from them and didn't destroy them. Behold, how they reward us, to come to cast us out of your possession, which you have given us to inherit. Our God, will you not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that comes against us. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. All Judah stood before Yahweh with their little ones, their wives, and their children. Then Yahweh's spirit came on Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jehiel, the son of Mataniah, the Levite, of the sons of Asaph, in the middle of the assembly. And he said, Listen, all Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you, King Jehoshaphat, Yahweh says to you, Don't be afraid, and don't be dismayed, because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, go down against them. Behold, they are coming up by the ascent of Ziz. You will find them at the end of the valley before the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not need to fight this battle. Set yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of Yahweh with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, don't be afraid, nor be dismayed. Go out against them tomorrow, for Yahweh is with you. Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before Yahweh, worshipping Yahweh. The Levites, of the children of the Korathites, and of the children of the Korahites, stood up to praise Yahweh, God of Israel, with an exceedingly loud voice. They rose early in the morning, and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. As they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in Yahweh your God, so you will be established. Believe his prophets, so you will prosper. When he had taken counsel with the people, he appointed those who were to sing to Yahweh and give praise in holy array as they go out before the army and say, Give thanks to Yahweh, for his loving kindness endures forever. When they began to sing and to praise, Yahweh set ambushers against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were struck. For the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir to utterly kill and destroy them. When they had finished the inhabitants of Seir, everyone helped to destroy each other. When Judah came to the place overlooking the wilderness, they looked at the multitude, and behold, they were dead bodies fallen to the earth, and there were none who escaped. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take their plunder, they found them in abundance, both riches and dead bodies and precious jewels, which they stripped off for themselves, more than they could carry away. They took plunder for three days, it was so much. On the fourth day they assembled themselves in Bericah Valley, for there they blessed Yahweh. Therefore the name of that place was called Berica Valley to this day. Then they returned every man of Judah and Jerusalem with Jehoshaphat in front of them, to go again to Jerusalem with joy for Yahweh had made them to rejoice over their enemies. They came to Jerusalem with stringed instruments, harps, and trumpets to Yahweh's house. The fear of God was on all the kingdoms of the countries, when they heard that Yahweh fought against the enemies of Israel. So the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet, for his God gave him rest all around. Jehoshaphat reigned over Judah. He was thirty-five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned twenty-five years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Azubah, the daughter of Shilhi. He walked in the way of Asa, his father, and didn't turn away from doing it, doing that which was right in Yahweh's eyes. However, the high places were not taken away, and the people had still not set their hearts on the god of their fathers. Now, the rest of the acts of Jehoshaphat, first and last, behold, they are written in the history of Jehu, the son of Hanani, which is included in the book of the kings of Israel. After this, Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, joined himself with Ahaziah, king of Israel. The same did very wickedly. He joined himself with him to make ships to go to Tarshish. They made the ships in Ezangieber. Then Eliezer, the son of Dodavahu of Marisha, prophesied against Jehoshaphat, saying, Because you have joined yourself with Ahaziah, Yahweh has destroyed your works. The ships were wrecked, so that they were not able to go to Tarshish. Chapter 21 Jehoshaphat slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in David's city, and Jehoram his son reigned in his place. He had brothers, the sons of Jehoshaphat, Azariah, Jehiel, Zechariah, Azariah, Michael, and Shephatiah. All these were the sons of Jehoshaphat king of Israel. Their father gave them great gifts of silver, of gold, and of precious things with fortified cities in Judah. But he gave the kingdom to Jehoram because he was the firstborn. Now when Jehoram had risen up over the kingdom of his father and had strengthened himself, he killed all his brothers with the sword, and also some of the princes of Israel. Jehoram was thirty-two years old when he began to reign, and he reigned eight years in Jerusalem. He walked in the way of the kings of Israel, and did as Ahab's house, for he had Ahab's daughter as his wife. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight. However, Yahweh would not destroy David's house because of the covenant that he had made with David, and as he promised to give a lamp to him, and to his children always. In his days Edom revolted from under the hand of Judah, and made a king over themselves. Then Jehoram went there with his captains and all his chariots with him. He rose up by night and struck the Edomites who surrounded him along with the captains of the chariots. So Edom revolted from under the hand of Judah to this day. Then Libna revolted at the same time from under his hand, because he had forsaken Yahweh, the god of his fathers. Moreover, he made high places in the mountains of Judah, and made the inhabitants of Jerusalem play the prostitute, and led Judah astray. A letter came to him from Elijah the prophet, saying, Yahweh the God of David your father says, Because you have not walked in the ways of Jehoshaphat your father, nor in the ways of Asa king of Judah, but have walked in the way of the kings of Israel, and have made Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to play the prostitute, like Ahab's house did, and also have slain your brothers of your father's house, who are better than yourself. Behold, Yahweh will strike your people with a great plague, including your children, your wives, and all your possessions. And you will have great sickness with the disease of your bowels, until your bowels fall out by reason of the sickness day by day. Yahweh stirred up against Jehoram the spirit of the Philistines and of the Arabians who were beside the Ethiopians, And they came up against Judah, broke into it, and carried away all the possessions that were found in the king's house, including his sons and his wives, so that there was no son left him, except Jehoahaz, the youngest of his sons. After all this, Yahweh struck him in his bowels with an incurable disease. In process of time, at the end of two years, his bowels fell out by reason of his sickness. And he died of severe diseases. His people made no burning for him like the burning of his fathers, He was thirty-two years old when he began to reign, and he reigned in Jerusalem eight years. He departed without being missed, and they buried him in David's city, but not in the tombs of the kings. Chapter 22. The inhabitants of Jerusalem made Ahaziah his youngest son king in his place, because the band of men who came with the Arabians to the camp had slain all the oldest. So Ahaziah the son of Jehoram, the king of Judah, reigned. Ahaziah was forty-two years old when he began to reign, and he reigned one year in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Athaliah, the daughter of Omri. He also walked in the ways of Ahab's house, because his mother was his counselor in acting wickedly. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, as did Ahab's house, for they were his counselors after the death of his father to his destruction. He also followed their counsel, and went with Jehoram the son of Ahab king of Israel to war against Haziel king of Syria at Ramoth-Gilead, and the Syrians wounded Joram. He returned to be healed in Jezreel of the wounds which they had given him at Ramah, when he fought against Hazel king of Syria. Azariah the son of Jehoram king of Judah went down to see Jehoram the son of Ahab in Jezreel, because he was sick. Now the destruction of Ahaziah was of God, in that he went to Joram. For when he had come, he went out with Jehoram against Jehu the son of Nimshi, whom Yahweh had anointed to cut off Ahab's house. When Jehu was executing judgment on Ahab's house, he found the princes of Judah and the sons of the brothers of Ahaziah serving Ahaziah and killed them. He sought Ahaziah, and they caught him. Now he was hiding in Samaria, and they brought him to Jehu and killed him. And they buried him, for they said, He is the son of Jehoshaphat, who sought Yahweh with all his heart. The house of Ahaziah had no power to hold the kingdom. Now when Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, she arose and destroyed all the royal offspring of the house of Judah. But Jehoshabeth, the king's daughter, took Joash, the son of Ahaziah, and stealthily rescued him from among the king's sons who were slain, and put him and his nurse in the bedroom. So Jehoshabeth, the daughter of King Jehoram, the wife of Jehoiada the priest, for she was the sister of Ahaziah, hid him from Athaliah so that she didn't kill him. He was with them hidden in God's house six years, while Athaliah reigned over the land. Chapter 23 In the seventh year Jehoiada strengthened himself, and took the captains of hundreds, Azariah the son of Jehoram, Ishmael the son of Jehohanan, Azariah the son of Obed, Masiah the son of Adiah, and Elishaphat the son of Zikri into a covenant with him. They went around in Judah, and gathered the Levites out of all the cities of Judah, and the heads of fathers' households of Israel, and they came to Jerusalem. All the assembly made a covenant with the king in God's house. He said to them, Behold, the king's son must reign, as Yahweh has spoken concerning the sons of David. This is the thing that you must do. A third part of you who come in on the Sabbath, of the priests and of the Levites, shall be gatekeepers of the thresholds. A third part shall be at the king's house, and a third part at the gate of the foundation. All the people will be in the courts of Yahweh's house, But let no one come into Yahweh's house except the priests and those who minister of the Levites. They shall come in, for they are holy. But all the people shall follow Yahweh's instructions. The Levites shall surround the king, every man with his weapons in his hand. Whoever comes into the house, let him be slain. Be with the king when he comes in and when he goes out. So the Levites and all Judah did according to all that Jehoiada the priest commanded. They each took his men, those who were to come in on the Sabbath, and those who were to go out on the Sabbath, for Jehoiada the priest didn't dismiss the shift. Jehoiada the priest delivered to the captains of hundreds the spears, and bucklers, and shields that had been King David's, which were in God's house. He set all the people, every man with his weapon in his hand, from the right side of the house to the left side of the house, near the altar and the house around the king. Then they brought out the king's son, and put the crown on him, and gave him the covenant, and made him king. Jehoiada and his sons anointed him, and they said, Long live the king! When Athaliah heard the noise of the people running and praising the king, she came to the people into Yahweh's house. Then she looked, and behold, the king stood by his pillar at the entrance, and the captains and the trumpets by the king. All the people of the land rejoiced and blew trumpets. The singers also played musical instruments, and led the singing of praise. Then Athaliah tore her clothes and said, Treason! Treason! Jehoiada the priest brought out the captains of hundreds who were set over the army and said to them, Bring her out between the ranks, and whoever follows her, let him be slain with the sword. For the priest said, Don't kill her in Yahweh's house. So they made way for her. She went to the entrance of the horse gate to the king's house, and they killed her there. Jehoiada made a covenant between himself all the people and the king, that they should be Yahweh's people. All the people went to the house of Baal, broke it down, broke his altars and his images in pieces, and killed Matan, the priest of Baal, before the altars. Joida appointed the officers of Yahweh's house under the hand of the Levitical priests whom David had distributed in Yahweh's house to offer the burnt offerings of Yahweh, as it is written in the law of Moses, with rejoicing and with singing as David had ordered. He set the gatekeepers at the gates of Yahweh's house, that no one who was unclean in anything should enter in. He took the captains of hundreds, the nobles, the governors of the people, and all the people of the land, and brought the king down from Yahweh's house. They came through the upper gate to the king's house, and set the king on the throne of the kingdom. So all the people of the land rejoiced, and the city was quiet. They had slain Athaliah with the sword. Chapter 24. Joash was seven years old when he began to reign, and he reigned forty years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Zebiah of Beersheba. Joash did that which was right in Yahweh's eyes all the days of Jehoiada the priest. Jehoiada took for him two wives, and he became the father of sons and daughters. After this, Joash intended to restore Yahweh's house. He gathered together the priests and the Levites and said to them, Go out to the cities of Judah and gather money to repair the house of your God from all Israel from year to year. See that you expedite this matter. However, the Levites didn't do it right away. The king called for Jehoiada the chief and said to him, Why haven't you required of the Levites to bring in the tax of Moses, the servant of Yahweh, and of the assembly of Israel, out of Judah and out of Jerusalem, for the tent of the testimony? For the sons of Athaliah, that wicked woman, had broken up God's house, and they also gave all the dedicated things of Yahweh's house to the Baals. So the king commanded, and they made a chest, and set it outside at the gate of Yahweh's house. They made a proclamation through Judah and Jerusalem to bring in for Yahweh the tax that Moses the servant of God laid on Israel in the wilderness. All the princes and all the people rejoiced, and brought in and cast into the chest until they had filled it. Whenever the chest was brought to the king's officers by the hand of the Levites, and when they saw that there was much money, The king's scribe and the chief priest's officer came and emptied the chest, and took it and carried it to its place again. Thus they did day by day, and gathered money in abundance. The king and Jehoiada gave it to those who did the work of the service of Yahweh's house. They hired masons and carpenters to restore Yahweh's house, and also those who worked iron and bronze to repair Yahweh's house. So the workmen worked, and the work of repairing went forward in their hands. They set up God's house as it was designed and strengthened it. When they had finished, they brought the rest of the money before the king and Jehoiada, from which were made vessels for Yahweh's house, even vessels with which to minister and to offer, including spoons and vessels of gold and silver. They offered burnt offerings in Yahweh's house continually all the days of Jehoiada. But Jehoiada grew old and was full of days, and he died. He was one hundred thirty years old when he died, They buried him in David's city among the kings, because he had done good in Israel and toward God and his house. Now after the death of Jehoiada, the princes of Judah came and bowed down to the king. Then the king listened to them. They abandoned the house of Yahweh, the god of their fathers, and served the Asherah poles and the idols. So wrath came on Judah and Jerusalem for this their guiltiness. Yet he sent prophets to them to bring them again to Yahweh, and they testified against them. They would not listen. The Spirit of God came on Zechariah the son of Jehoiada the priest, and he stood above the people and said to them, God says, Why do you disobey Yahweh's commandments, so that you can't prosper? Because you have forsaken Yahweh, he has also forsaken you. They conspired against him and stoned him with stones at the commandment of the king in the court of Yahweh's house. Thus Joash the king didn't remember the kindness which Jehoiada his father had done to him, but killed his son. When he died, he said, May Yahweh look at it and repay it. At the end of the year the army of the Syrians came up against him, and they came to Judah and Jerusalem, and destroyed all the princes of the people from among the people, and sent all their plunder to the king of Damascus. For the army of the Syrians came with a small company of men, and Yahweh delivered a very great army into their hand, because they had forsaken Yahweh, the God of their fathers. So they executed judgment on Joash. When they had departed from him, for they left him very sick, his own servants conspired against him for the blood of the sons of Jehoiada the priest, and killed him on his bed, and he died. They buried him in David's city, but they didn't bury him in the tombs of the kings. These are those who conspired against him. Zabad, the son of Shimeath, the Ammonitus, and Jehozabad, the son of Shimrith, the Moabitus. Now concerning his sons, the greatness of the burdens laid on him, and the rebuildings of God's house, behold, they are written in the commentary of the book of the kings, Amaziah his son reigned in his place. Chapter 25 Amaziah was twenty-five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned twenty-nine years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jehoadan of Jerusalem he did that which was right in Yahweh's eyes, but not with a perfect heart. Now, when the kingdom was established to him, he killed his servants, who had killed his father the king. But he didn't put their children to death, but did according to that which is written in the law in the book of Moses, as Yahweh commanded, saying, The fathers shall not die for the children, neither shall the children die for the fathers, but every man shall die for his own sin. Moreover, Amaziah gathered Judah together and ordered them according to their father's houses under captains of thousands and captains of hundreds, even all Judah and Benjamin. He counted them from twenty years old and upward, and found that there were three hundred thousand chosen men able to go out to war who could handle spear and shield. He also hired one hundred thousand mighty men of valor out of Israel for one hundred talents of silver. A man of God came to him, saying, O king, Don't let the army of Israel go with you, for Yahweh is not with Israel, with all the children of Ephraim. But if you go, take action, and be strong for the battle. God will overthrow you before the enemy, for God has power to help and to overthrow. Amaziah said to the man of God, But what shall we do for the hundred talents which I have given to the army of Israel? The man of God answered, Yahweh is able to give you much more than this. Then Amaziah separated them, the army that had come to him, out of Ephraim to go home again. Therefore their anger was greatly kindled against Judah, and they returned home in fierce anger. Amaziah took courage and led his people out, and went to the valley of salt, and struck ten thousand of the children of Seir. The children of Judah carried away ten thousand alive, and brought them to the top of the rock, and threw them down from the top of the rock, so that they all were broken in pieces. But the men of the army whom Amaziah sent back, that they should not go with him to battle, fell on the cities of Judah, from Samaria even to Beth-horon, and struck of them three thousand, and took much plunder. Now after Amaziah had come from the slaughter of the Edomites, he brought the gods of the children of Seir, and set them up to be his gods, and bowed down himself before them, and burned incense to them. Therefore Yahweh's anger burned against Amaziah, and he sent to him a prophet, who said to him, why have you sought after the gods of the people, which have not delivered their own people out of your hand? As he talked with them, the king said to him, Have we made you one of the king's counselors? Stop! Why should you be struck down? Then the prophet stopped and said, I know that God has determined to destroy you, because you have done this, and have not listened to my counsel. Then Amaziah, king of Judah, consulted his advisers and sent to Joash, the son of Jehoahaz, the son of Jehu, king of Israel, saying, Come, let's look one another in the face. Joash, king of Israel, sent to Amaziah, king of Judah, saying, The thistle that was in Lebanon sent to the cedar that was in Lebanon, saying, Give your daughter to my son as his wife. Then a wild animal that was in Lebanon passed by and trampled down the thistle. You say to yourself that you have struck Edom, and your heart lifts you up to boast. Now stay at home. Why should you meddle with trouble? that you should fall, even you, and Judah with you. But Amaziah would not listen, for it was of God, that he might deliver them into the hand of their enemies, because they had sought after the gods of Edom. So Joash king of Israel went up, and he and Amaziah king of Judah looked one another in the face at Bethshemesh, which belongs to Judah. Judah was defeated by Israel, so every man fled to his tent." Joash, king of Israel, took Amaziah, king of Judah, the son of Joash, the son of Jehoahaz, at Beth Shemesh, and brought him to Jerusalem, and broke down the wall of Jerusalem from the gate of Ephraim to the corner gate four hundred cubits. He took all the gold and silver, and all the vessels that were found in God's house with Obed-Edom, and the treasures of the king's house, the hostages also, and returned to Samaria. Amaziah, the son of Joash, king of Judah, lived for fifteen years after the death of Joash, son of Jehoahaz, king of Israel. Now the rest of the acts of Amaziah, first and last, behold, aren't they written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel? Now from the time that Amaziah turned away from following Yahweh, they made a conspiracy against him in Jerusalem. He fled to Lachish, but they sent after him to Lachish and killed him there. They brought him on horses and buried him with his fathers in the city of Judah. Well, that's our reading for this week. I look forward to reading with you again next week.